Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to the Man of the Post Weekend Review Show. Nah, I'm only joking. Well done, chaps. How are we doing? Uh, last last one of the season, everybody listening, um, will be a, quite a, a bumper one today. Um, my mood will be very bipolar, up and down. But uh, joining me this evening, we have a full panel. We have Simon, Dave, and the returning, surviving, somehow, Carol. How are we, gentlemen? Not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. Ah, I'm tremendous. <laughs> I, I can't believe Carl's lying saying not too bad either. The man who literally four minutes ago before we started recording said he was delighted his team lost 5-1. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said I wasn't asked. As I kind of alluded to, this, this podcast is going to be very weird because we all really only watched our, our own team and maybe kept an eye on the title race as such with every game being at the same time. But we'll um, we will work our way through it, right, gents? Shall we start top or bottom for? Top. I think for your sake, we should start at the top. Okay, just get out of the way, right, mm. chaps? Okay, so we'll just talk about both games at the same time. There's no point trying um, doing one after the other because we, we all know Man City win the league. Congratulations, fucking assholes! But um, it was it was a nervy affair for for both teams involved, I guess. Um, Liverpool, obviously. In the end, winning 3-1 at Wolves, and in the end, Man City coming from 2-0 down to beat um, a pathetic Aston Villa second half. <laughs> um, Simon, I'll come to yourself on it. Obviously, you watched the, your game. Um, you must have been in cloud nine that first half. I didn't I didn't see that coming, got to be honest. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a strange performance from City. I, I don't, know, don't know if the pressure got to them but I don't see why it should have done because it's not like they don't know how to win a league um, but our game plan worked really well for about 70 minutes we sort of restricted them to not an awful lot really I think their first shot on target didn't come until some like the 44th or 45th minute uh, sort of kept it quite tight and quite narrow as well forcing them out wide and if you're playing against a team that doesn't have a striker it's quite handy to send them out wise because it's not like they can just lump it in sort of on the off chance someone's going to be in there. And then on the rare occasions that we managed to break away, we caused them a few problems. Obviously, we had Fernandinho playing centre-back in the latest episodes of Pep playing Pep. <laughs> just like a really odd decision for him to do that. And then so he got the lead before half-time and yeah, you're sort of thinking... 
they're going to come back. But even then, the first sort of 10, 15 minutes of the second half, they had a lot of the ball, but it was the same sort of pattern. They didn't really do anything with it. And then a bit of magic from Coutinho. Like that, that first touch before, before the strike was absolutely brilliant. But from my point of view, as I was saying to Carl earlier on today, I've seen us 4-1 up with 10, 15 minutes to go in games and not win. So I was never convinced that we were going to hold on. And as soon as they pulled that first one back, pretty sure every single football fan in the country knew what was about to happen. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as they got one back, that was it. And I've just realised, I don't think I can hate Gerard anymore, but he took off Coutinho, literally <laughs> just before the first goal went in. And as you say, Coutinho was pretty much, you know, the key to everything good Villa done. And then even at the end, he takes off Bendia, who's by far Villa's best player. Well, that was any chance of a goal going away as well, five minutes ago. But anyway, uh, right, Carl, I'll just come on to you because you're going to get the most gloating out of it. At least Dave will speak sensible. So, yeah, your your thoughts on the, the 90 minutes that's ensued here? Um, I actually watched the City game while I was watching ours. It was a bit of a strange one. Um, I thought City alluded to what Sai said. Um, I thought they were awful. I really, really thought they were going to bottle it, to be honest. But like you just said about Coutinho, I thought that was a weird, weird sub. Um, and again, I can't agree with Sai more because as soon as that goal went in, I went, there, he'll do this now. And there he was. But to be fair, without gloating, um, I think Liverpool done well to take it to the final day, to be honest. I can't believe I've just said that and give you praise. <laughs> um, but, again, like we all said before we started recording, City were never not top of the league, which was really strange considering yes, they were yeah. 2-0 down at one point. And Martin Tyler had the, the delight of saying that when really he wants to put a bullet in his own head. Oh, God, that's, <laughs> I hate that man. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's not about that whole game. Like, he's, <laughs> he's a prick. Um, but yeah, De Bruyne for the third was was it the third? Yeah. Oh my god, he's just he's just stupid good, isn't he? Um, yes, but he wasn't player of the season. Absolutely not a clout, not a chance. Mm, I disagree. Uh, no, well, I think I think considering last year Kane was top goals and assists and didn't win player of the season, and this season's been Salah, then it was the same. Yeah. I just don't think De Bruyne turned up till about a month and a half ago. I know, it's, it's like when the vote is, isn't it? Like he's yeah. right on time for that. I, I'm not disputing. Kevin De Bruyne might be the best midfielder in the world. Like He probably is, to be honest. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not arguing that point. Like, we're talking about player of the, player of the season, and, and he, he, he's not even City's best player. Like, form-wise, not, not overall ability. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. But, but like you said, each, like Dave said there, sorry, he probably turns, turns up because he thinks... Oh, I've got nothing else to do. I might as well just play as a season. <laughs> I've no doubt in that, yeah. But no, it, uh, to be fair, I didn't. I seen your. I seen Liverpool's goals. I didn't. I haven't actually seen Wolves' goal. Go for, go for, go for. Um, I thought Conor Cody might just bang in an own goal just for good measure. This <laughs> Conor Cody. You know how much I love Conor. Wanker. Conor Cody had the game of his life. Did he? Ah. Oh. oh, he was unbelievable, wasn't he? He was, was everywhere. I'm not you, honestly. You would you'd have honestly thought he was an Everton fan. I'm not even joking. Like when I say this, it was like he raised his game at least fifty percent. That shocked he was me. Every tackle, he was loud. He was organised. Like generally, Wolves have been awful for weeks. We've all said it. They're kind of going through yeah, the motions. Yeah. Somebody put fifty p in Wolves today, and <laughs> for the first twenty minutes, 
I was thinking we were going to get a hiding. Like, they were <laughs> passing the ball about everywhere. Liverpool were frantic. Liverpool were, like, long balls, like, aimlessly. They were getting in behind so much. They were, uh, twice they went right across goal. They had a penalty shout on Kanati. Um, that was um, kind of soft, but it was still that, you know, when you give the referee the decision to make. Yeah. Um, I, I was ever so delighted when Sa got injured and Neto got injured because... They were looking li- lively, and Saz's kicks were every every goal kick, every kick from his hand were pinpoint. It was um, it was like the wolves we spoke about. I can't remember when Dave, I think it was, just, it was just me and you, Dave and Simon, but when we spoke about wolves. They were just so methodical and thingy, mm. and like, they mm. were just everything they did that first twenty twenty five minutes was just it was like playing against a team like City. You know, everything had a purpose. It was um, it was terrifying. I was my. You can only imagine my mood for that. I mean, Wolves should have really been ahead. Three yeah. Or four, three or, I mean, literally three or four good chances as well, not just you know half chances here and there. Um, Liverpool without Van Dijk against a team who were fairly competent was scary. How important he is to you? Because Canada is he's got his strengths, but he was all over the place trying to defend against you know in a high line against. There was a twang and, uh, and Jimenez in that second half. Jimenez, that first half as well, was just so good on the ball, like winning the ball, just bringing, a bit like the way you described Chris Wood, Dave, about bringing players into the game. Hmm. Jimenez was just everywhere. He's a good player, though. He's a very good player, to be honest. Um, he doesn't score enough, though, <clears throat> to be fair. Yeah, he seems to have lost... God, I think since you know, obviously having a skull broken would do that. Well, that's but, that, that, that <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, there's been signs that he'll get back to his best. It was always going to take a bit of time, I think. Yeah. Uh, what, one one thing I will say is that when that star went off as well, <laughs> ex Everton goalkeeper John Ruddy replaced him. <laughs> Fucking hell! I can't believe he's still playing football in the Premier League. <laughs> Honestly, you guys should have seen my excitement when I heard that it was Ruddy that was coming on. <laughs> Ruddy's not exactly got the greatest experiences playing against yeah. Liverpool. You know, it's, yeah. we we might have put the most goals past him more than any other team. <laughs> um, I was so excited. Yeah, I, I feel we didn't challenge him whatsoever. I, I can't remember him making a save. No, oh, but see, today might have been the first day that I've ever said Liverpool need a striker, like a nine, number nine. Like not not a not a poacher striker, obviously we couldn't play like that, but a Harry Kane type striker that can still move in that as well. Because we've always said Man City I, I think they're boring to watch. I, I hate watching them at times. But the amount of times they score that cutback goal where somebody's just standing there to tap in the back goal. Three times today we pl- played the ball across the goal and there's not a single person in the box. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you've coped pretty well without one for the No, 100%. That's, and that's why I said today's the first day that I've ever said we need a goal scorer. We also need Mo Salah to remember he still plays for Liverpool and he's not in African nations. But, um, oh, just... I thought, I thought Firmino actually made it actively worse today when yes, he came on. Yeah. I mean, it's possibly because he isn't fit, but he... Everything he's normally good at, like little touches and things, just weren't happening for him whatsoever. <laughs> the first three touches he had, he set up Wolves' attacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't, wasn't sticking at all, was it? But, as I say, hasn't played that much recently. So Can we get a, a special mention for uh, Thiago's assist for Manny's goal, though? Oh, 
for a touch. Did you see it, Carl? Just cause... I did. I've I seen that he was injured as well, which is delightful. <laughs> yeah, he's out for the Champions League final, according to Klopp. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, so currently we're going into... It might be the oldest midfield in the world in the <laughs> Champions League final with the Real Madrid midfield and Henderson and Milner. Um, <laughs> I put in our WhatsApp group, it was like 2018 all over again. We had a front three of Firmino, Salah and Manny. <laughs> we Henderson and Milner in midfield. I thought Fabinho was going to be back for that. Yeah, he will be. He was hoping, yeah. I mean, Van Dijk will be back. He was obviously just precaution. Sure. I think in an ideal world, I don't think Salah would have came on today. Mm. Um, not that I know he scored the goal, but not that he actually contributed. <laughs> anyway, he was he was awful as well. Did you see his one on one that he went through? Yes. And then one just stopped. One touch too many again, wasn't it? Uh, it's like a man lacking in confidence. It's like well, it's all right. it'll be August soon. He's very good between August and December, and then it's just. It's just the second part yeah, of the season. Champions League final's not on August day. <laughs> 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 Mo Salah needs to turn up in this Champions League final because he's made like a, he made a massive public point that he wanted Madrid and he wanted revenge. If he doesn't turn up in this, you can kiss his contract goodbye. I think he will, to be honest. Yeah, just hoping. Um, I think we'll, um, we'll end that there because I don't really want to talk about this anymore. Thank you, me ball, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 more relieved in the the fact that annoys me. I don't I'm, I'm not angry that we didn't win the league because we I I, I was looking at we took fifty from the last fifty four points. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Jesus, which is ridiculous. Again, fair play to City that they've managed to hold that off, but you shouldn't have to be in that form. That's the, the, the quality of the two teams over the last four or yeah. five years. You're like, it's ridiculous that you, you can only lose two games in the season, finish on 92 points, and oh. not win the league. Like that's that is mental. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, we didn't deserve it. We didn't beat any of the top five. Who yeah. finished fifth? Arsenal. No, we beat them. Anyway, yeah. we didn't beat anybody in the top four. In the six games against the top four, we didn't win any of them. Goodness. No, no. We drew, I think we drew all of them. We didn't, we didn't lose any of them either, I don't think. Drew again, yeah. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Drew City drew. twice. We drew Chelsea twice. You beat Tottenham, didn't you? No, I think we drew with them twice as well. Yeah, you did. It, uh, it was that game yeah. where... Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rob, Robertson got sent off just before. Oh, yeah. And so, the win, we always say beat the draw yeah. wins league, and it normally does, but uh, you've, got, you've got to win one of them. As I said in our WhatsApp chat earlier, like you've got to look back at like that Brighton game where you two 0 up and you drew two two, or the Brentford game where it's you drew three three. The Leicester game is the one that sticks out to me. Round about January mm. time, end of December. Oh, it, was, it was just after oh, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, well, you missed yeah. the time as well, didn't you? There was two games in a row. Then I, I don't remember the other result, but was, was it maybe Chelsea at the same time? Yeah, Chelsea was the game where Chelsea um, Leicester back to back, where we took one point, two points. No, one point, because we got beat by Leicester. So, I mean, ultimately, one result the other way. I think we only we dropped points in the first... It's not the first 11 games. Did we drop 11 points in the first so many games, maybe? Something, something with the number 11 in it. I can't say we dropped points in the first 11 games, because that would be ridiculous. But um, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know. Maybe we dropped 11 points in the first six games. Something, something stupid like that, but... You can't do that to this. We gave them a 14-point head start. Um, 
in January and took them to the last game of the season. Fair play. We've, we competed in every single competitive game this season. Obviously, the Champions League final goal. So, yeah, it's probably the most exciting season as a Liverpool fan. To win the quadruple would have been just ridiculous. And I think all three of you would have probably hated me at this point. <laughs> I would have been insufferable. I'm honest enough to admit it. Um, one thing I will say, one thing I will say, sorry. Um, I looked at the table before and we were saying about like Wolves for the top four. They finished 20 points behind the top four in the end. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was saying. Wolves for the last like six, eight games have done nine. Yeah, yeah they, they've, had, they've had a bad second half of the season. Yeah, yeah they have really bad. They just went sustainable, but they didn't score enough goals. And we, like we said at the time, like you can't go a whole season winning one nil. Yeah, oh. and it fell off a cliff. I mean, even we did. <laughs> we didn't. Well, no. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's not. That's not go crazy. Right. <laughs> well, well, we'll come on to your lot slightly. Obviously, you survived relegation midweek last week. Yeah. Um, Ultimately, I, I don't think you would have been really getting regardless, even losing that one. I think you'd have been safe, wouldn't you? Really? Um, but it came down to Burnley and Leeds today, and I can't even remember. Did Leeds have to win to stay up, regardless of if Burnley won? Would they have stayed up? Yeah, Leeds yeah, had to win. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ultimately, out, out of Leeds and Burnley, I'm glad Burnley went down purely because they sacked Sean Dyke. Mm. Uh, I still think it's the wrong decision. Oh, I think it's fucking paramountly obvious now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but... Did you hear Roy Keane? He won games, but... Would there have been any worse before, like... Yeah, but... but he was also a cocky, smug bastard about Liverpool. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> that, this, let's go back to Liverpool, get the man sitting. My, my, the thing that's annoyed me the most out of this one is Man United fans celebrating this. Like, this is how far they are falling. They are celebrating their, like, their neighbours winning the league. Um, but anyway, yeah, Leeds Burnley. Obviously, Dave, I'll come to you on it because you were playing Burnley in a game about maybe four months ago you did say was a relegation decider. It just happened not to involve yourselves. Yeah, I mean, I'm pleased we weren't in need of a result. I mean, obviously, we got one anyway, but we've been playing with the shackles off for a good few weeks now. Um yeah, I mean, I'm pleased to see the back of Burnley, to be quite honest with you. Um, <laughs> even, you know, with or without Daesh, makes no difference to me. They um, they weren't offering anything in the Premier League. Um, even, if, even if you loosely call me a neutral in the whole thing, I won't miss them. Um, I don't think many will. I might, I might be the only one, Dave. Um, and even well, I don't actually miss Burnley. I miss Sean Daesh. No, you just miss, you just miss your boy Daesh. We're going to get a new job, don't we, about that? <laughs> He'll be back in great numbers. Um, as well, by the sound of things, Burnley may not come back anytime soon because they now have to pay back a £65 million loan. Oof. Let's see that um, Which is what, fun. But do you want our finances checking? Yeah, stay in lane, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll come on to um, your finances shortly. Then you want to, if you carry yeah, on. Well, and you add that, obviously, Tarkovsky's out of contract now, so he'll be gone. Um, I assume Nick Pope will be snapped up by anybody competent, and the likes of Corner, I was um, Corner and Bergost and whoever else. You know, the good ones will leave. They'll be left with Josh Brownhill and Ashley Barnes, who will be there forever. Still um, playing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I just don't think that style is particularly the way to get out of the championship anymore. So unless they appoint someone new who takes them in a totally different direction. 
it's not going to happen overnight either. So I don't think we'll see Burnley back in the Premier League for a while. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll come on to Burnley there just now, just as you're talking, Dave. Obviously, the biggest talking point when a team gets relegated is is players staying and going and whether they'll come back up. As you say, the style of football probably won't won't help them. But I mean, looking through their team, can you see many of these getting snapped up? Possibly by teams coming up as such, because they could get them cheap and Premier League experience. But well, your Premier League experience is, is relegation. <laughs> might not be ideal. Nick Pope surely gets a gets a move somewhere as long as he's not priced out depending on contract situation as you say Tarkovsky's out of contract he's away for free I don't know who Kevin Long is and Nathan Collins must be about 40 now so you'd imagine they'll probably stay down Um, Nathan Collins is 21 isn't he yeah he's He's the one that bought from the bought from from Stoke. For like, he's not too bad, to be honest. For quite a bit of money, but he made a horrendous mistake today. Like, yeah, he did. <laughs> just the most needless of handballs. <laughs> Who's the centre half, Collins? That must be about forty year old now. Oh, uh, James. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's who I was thinking. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's, don't worry. Yeah, he's, a, uh, he's a very different man. Very different. Uh, <laughs> I don't know many of them at Fielders. Dwight McNeil's got a good reputation. Surely he'll get some sort of. Yeah, but he's got like one goal this season. Yeah, he's, he struggled this year. Um, Barnes, I, I can't see it. Uh, as you mentioned, Dave, Corney should get a move. Uh, I, I think I saw earlier, Corney's got a 17 million release clause for if they got relegated. So right. for that money, someone's taking it in. I'd have them. Well, again, we'll come on to that. Like, uh, you might take Ashley Barnes at the trade. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Dave, wouldn't you say, so, as you say, um, you've finished in the end... 11th, um, almost a top 10 finish. It's such a good platform to kick on for next season. Yeah, I mean, we won our first game in December and we had, you know, we gave everyone else a, a, a considerable head start um, <laughs> and, and we've come through with flying colours. Um, no, I mean, uh, obviously wasn't around last week to the pod because I was at the game on Monday night. Um, that was kind of like the, the perfect way to finish the season at home because we were... Unbelievable from the first whistle. I mean, I know Arsenal weren't weren't great, but I honestly believe we we put them like that because from the first whistle we didn't let them settle. Um, and really, we're never really in, in, in any trouble in that game. That was against a team who you know finished fifth. Um, you've got to believe we're only going to go out and spend more money this summer. Maybe not the hundreds of millions that people might think, but we'll go out and improve the squad. Let's say um, I'm very confident we'll. Be pushing for a top half finish next season, unless you know, obviously something could go wrong. But if everything is as it should be, then I don't see why I wouldn't be in and around the top eight or nine. Uh, obviously, I don't think anywhere near as good as the top six yet. But um, hopefully, in a, a few years, we can uh, keep building and keep progressing towards that. Yeah, yeah real, I mean, realistically, the, the three teams directly above you in Wolves, Brighton, and Leicester—you're not far off them, Brighton. Brighton had a goal scorer then yeah ultimately they're probably clearer but they've not got any chance they won't sign one so you're safe but those three I mean we'll, we'll come on West Ham such a such a weird team I'm not actually sure what their level actually is they're just when you watch them they're two different teams and as I said off the pod I, I just don't understand how Man United are even a top half team let alone <laughs> in the top six um, they obviously can't be as bad so yeah, there's no reason why Newcastle shouldn't be aiming for that Conference League place, the seventh place. I'm not saying they'll get it, but there's no reason they shouldn't be challenging for it anyway. No, maybe not. I mean, I'm very 
cautious about not you know yeah. running before you can walk. But um, as I say, we, we gave everyone more, more or less a half season head start now, and we've more you know caught up to a lot of those teams. Um, so with a you know, proper pre season and an actual plan for once, rather than just seeing who's available on, on the last couple of weeks of the transfer window and, and getting in who's cheap, that kind of thing. I think with an actual structure in place to build a, a team and a squad and everything we haven't had for the last 13 years. Um, it's, it's hard not to be optimistic about it and, you know, it's a strange feeling for, for me. But, uh, I um, don't see why we, we couldn't push for the top half. As you said, you got your first win in December, Dave, and you mm. finished 22 points behind fourth place. Only 22. Chelsea, who were challenging for the title, finished 18 points behind second. <laughs> well... Um, but, yeah, I, I said to you the last time we spoke about you guys, you're probably the team I'm most excited about to see how the summer goes. I'm the same as you. I don't think there'll be, like, hundreds and hundreds of millions spent. But I think if they sign as clever as they did in January, I think it could just make for an entertaining season. It's, and it's good to hear, obviously, yourself back at the games. And just the, the enjoyment background football again for Newcastle fans. Sure. They're just that... Mental club who just support a club wherever they are, you know, you, the relegations have been through and all that. So, I, yeah, I just think it'll be a, a really exciting summer. Uh, Leeds were the other team in the relegation battle who survived much too Ross's dismay. Two <laughs> one, <laughs> uh, kind of surprising two one win at Brentford, really, wasn't it? Didn't really see it coming. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was surprised by it because Leeds have been so so bad. In a lot of games this season, like Brentford, like, they've been on quite a good little run of form. So, yeah, I was, uh, I was a bit surprised by that, to be honest, with you know, fair play to them. Good uh, good strike by uh, Harrison. Yes. Uh, I quite like Harrison. I, I don't, granted, I don't watch many Leeds games, like, a lot, but when I watched Harrison, he always seems quite lively. Wasn't uh, he at City? Yeah, he, he was. was. He yeah. was for a year and then, I think, Lead signer, off that. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's not a bad player. I, I, I definitely still think Rafinha's gone though. Yeah, hundred percent. He just doesn't look. He does bothered, does he? I think pretty much all of Leeds' attacking players have been less noticeable under Marsh rather than yeah. Bielsa. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he was he's been on the decline for a while now, anyway. Um, and it's, I, I think his head got turned in January, didn't it? Let's be honest. And then, yeah. Yeah, he's gone, didn't he? He was convinced. Well, he's, he's presumably off somewhere. Barcelona, isn't it? Well, why not? He can't afford <laughs> them. Well, they keep, keep saying they can't afford things, but they keep buying more and more expensive items. It's like, <laughs> like, like Katie Price in football club terms. Oh, we're bankrupt, we're bank <laughs> bank bank but they're in, like, they're in Dubai. What a great, like, what a great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very true, also. Um, hmm. Oh... Yeah, playing them right wing back has probably pissed them off, to be fair, as well. Yeah. It's a bold move, isn't it? To make your uh, most attacking asset have defensive responsibilities. (laughs) Bonkers. But, to be fair, if if someone said, do you want to go Bernie or Leeds, I generally wanted them both to get relegated. (laughs) Can't stop. I I said I would have been quite happy for Everton, Leeds and Burnley all to go down and just give... Scrap the playoff and just bring every team from the championship. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was quite alright with it. I just 
I want to see some new teams in the league. I'm sick of the yo-yo clubs. I don't. I don't. To be fair, I don't want Burnmouth and Fulham coming up either because we're going down next season. So oh, it takes away the excitement of relegation when there's only one place up for yeah. grabs. I think. Um, I think all the promoted teams will get relegated. To be honest. I mean, if Huddersfield beat Forest, it's going to be... Yeah. Like, oh, go again. Like, two Brightons in the league. Look at us. We draw nil nil every week, aren't we? And, yeah. uh, I, I, I want a new rule brought in. That once you're relegated from Premier League, you're not allowed to come up automatically the next season. Hmm. <laughs> what to do? Just say... Yeah, let's have a full season go, go, outside the Premier League. We'll have a feeder league. We'll go and send them to Scotland for a season, and then yeah, why <laughs> not? That's fine. So long there as the they're not coming straight back, because they're just doing it for the money. They're not trying to stay in the league. Well, I'll stop the yo-yo payments then. If that the parachute payments, whatever they're called. Yeah, Norwich must be minted. Same with Fulham. Yeah, no wonder Tony Khan keeps buying every wrestler in the world. <laughs> the money is Fulham parachute payments. Yeah. Oh, Midwich has got tell match next week. So, I mean, this is how it happens. They go through the same rigmarole though. Like Mitrovic has got what, like forty goals in the championship this year? Forty three, Like obviously a very, very impressive number of goals. And so it'll come to August and everyone's got them everyone's football fancy football team. Yeah. Oh look how, look how good he was in the championship. For the season. Yeah, and then they'll get like less than five goals again, they'll be like oh, <laughs> this again. Yeah, nobody can tell me that he's a championship-level striker. It doesn't have a... The goals are the same size. Like, nothing changes. Well, it's, it's a mystery, isn't it? But like, it's been happening for years. It's actually easier than the Premier League. We're playing against Jordan Pickford. Should that be more goals in the Premier League? Um, sure, I'll parley. <laughs> oh, come on. Look, he is. He's playing against Tyrone Mings. He's playing against Jordan Pickford. Aye. Like, you, you leave Britney alone. He had his chance. I was going to wear his top proudly until he became Tyron Mings. Um, right, last last one of the table then. We'll, we'll come over to the, the beloved Blues who um, who won the league on Tuesday. Oh, no. Hold on. Thursday. Oh. Thursday. Stayed up. That's what I was trying to work out what the, the celebrations were. Um, but 5 1 defeat to Arsenal. Um, yeah. At least Van der Beek scored. Did they, I didn't even know we were playing today, to be honest. I was like, I saw your team sheet and I was like, I don't know where six of those players are playing, so good luck. <laughs> I was, that, that's what I was going to say. He, he dropped eight, no, not dropped, rested, shall we say. don't know why he rested. Like, eight changes he made. Um, I think he's just went... Are you still drunk? Yes. Are you still <laughs> drunk? Yes. Richardson, you're definitely still drunk. So I think he, I think he just went, ah, whatever, whoever, boys, do what you want. Um, it was poor. Arsenal absolutely obliterated us, as I thought he would anyway. Um, Van der Beek scored. Woohoo! Um, but no, it, it was, it was dire. Uh, Deli Ali, after playing well on Thursday, he was just reverted back to, Normal. Um, how John Joe Kenny still a footballer is completely <laughs> beyond me, you know, completely beyond me. And Tom Davis came on. Tom Davis started, sorry. thought he was dead. <laughs> um, but any other time, and don't get me wrong, we always get a hide in the Emirates. It wouldn't be a season without it, so no. He would uh, like you dead. Why did you, put, why, why did you stop at the Emirates? <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, you won the league today, Ali. Oh, City Sam. Um I thought you won it on Tuesday. I've told you this. Tasty. <laughs> Um, I, and can we just can we just I'll just talk about that for one second actually I don't agree with the over the OTTness of the celebrations I think it's pathetic that we were in that position in the first place and pathetic that how we celebrated yeah it's, I, I, great, it's great that I, we're staying I, up but that's pathetic no, joke, jokes aside I disagree um, I think it's pathetic that you're in that situation in the first place yeah uh, but the cel- absolutely that's what football's all about like it's the emotion, the emotion side of football. You've just—it's one of the most important matches of your life. Like you're not like—I I say this without taking a bit—you're not going to win the league any time in your no, life, no, we're not. right? That's as close to a celebration as you're possibly going to have that means that much to football fans. No, I just—I what the only bit of it I think we, uh, you were on when we were talking about it—the the, the asshole who went up to Vieira—that there's no need for that. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get but, why he done that. The, the celebrations on the pitch and 100% it's, football's an emotional sport it's no, like, which it, no I, I do get that but I think sometimes you've got to look at it and go alright boys turn it in we finish no, no I'm, I was all for it I was like, I'm all for it same way but it doesn't matter what trophy you win what, what you've done if you've achieved something not that it was a goal but the goal for that game was to win to stay in the Premier League yeah but you get 100% celebrate it like mad that for those fans the player if the players had celebrated it it would have been then like like right wankers settle down because it's your fault you got there but for those fans that for a lot of those guys especially in, in towns like Liverpool that's all they live for they want oh, yeah. which that again, game which you get to do but it, it felt a bit OTT I'm not being a humbug or anything but I thought it was a bit OTT I, I, I was I thought it was Brilliant. After seeing the week before, watching watching Celtic fans win the league, just the way they celebrated, and then watching uh, what game did I watch? Where the the pitch? Oh, it was the no, it was, it was actually the Northern Forest. The Forest, uh, yeah. Apart from obviously, again, the, the, you're always going to get that one percent idiots, and this is my argument I had with with a guy on Twitter. You can't stop things just because of one percent. No, the world would never go round if that was the case. I was. I want. I've said it to to Cy and Dave loads that when Liverpool were going through the spell of just being there, like seven, six, competing for fourth sometimes, never competing in trophies, it, it was boring. I, I always sometimes wished I was a West Brom fan at the time. <laughs> they, they were going up and down, so at least there was emotion involved in football. Yeah, I've spent thirty six years supporting Liverpool, where. Only two months of the season never mattered. Yeah, you know you were getting excited about playing Man United and Everton just so you had like a bragging right because yeah. the rest of the season was irrelevant and it's why it matters. It's, again, it's why I was so angry today, like at the the game and so emotional during it because it means something. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I was obviously um, ecstatic um, Thursday, but um, I think we. Like we allude, we all alluded to. To be fair, the post mortem needs to start now. Personally, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, as I touched on before, about our finances don't look the best. So we're definitely selling one, maybe even two of our Inverticom's big players. Um, we we need to get rid of some. I will. I put it this way: I wouldn't be asked if we sold every single one of our players. You know? <laughs> 
Like, yeah, I mean, there is no one really who can can hold their head up high this season. Really. Maybe Richarlison, possibly, at a push. Yeah, but he's a scumbag, so... But he's dragged you through, hasn't he, Richarlison? I guess. He's been yeah. our Kevin Campbell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Even well, sorry, <laughs> Kevin Campbell, Mark, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, who will be the big players and who you sell for, for profit, money? I, I think Calvert-Lewin's gone. Yeah, I do too. I think he's gone to you lot. I do, actually. Um... Pay up, pay the big bucks, though, boys. Well, it's going the right place for that. But I think, I think, with all due respect, I think Newcastle will pay over the odds and will get the pants pulled down because, let's face it, they've never had this of the. Um, no, no, I mean that's the way of the world, isn't it? Like, no, of course. And anything, how much do you think we'll get for them? Someone said thirty-five. I'd, I'd laugh if we sold them for thirty-five. Cause that's ridiculous. How many years he got left in his contract? Um, couple, I, I mean, think. Yeah, I mean, he's probably worth. You've got I mean, to say 50, haven't you, really? Well, I mean, when, he, when he's fit and firing, like, he's. He's good. He, he's like England's second or third best forward. Like, centre forward, not necessarily. Like, I don't include, like, Sterling and Sedway in that. But I mean, like. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I think you're looking at 35 plus, definitely. I'd say, oh. I, think, I think 35 is a bit of a piss take, to be honest. What, like, too low? Too low, yeah. I guess the only downside for you as well, for us or whoever's buying him, is that he hasn't really had a full season this year because of his many sort of niggly injuries. But yeah, he's, he's been made of biscuits this season, to be honest. Mm. Um, might, put, but, might put people off. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not massively keen on getting another like sort of target man because um, it just I mean, obviously it isn't. Calvert-Lewin but it doesn't really work for the way how he's been playing football yeah I can't imagine being that much different than Calvert-Lewin but you know beggars can't be choosers and all that but we actually can yeah. be choosers you know so. <laughs> if, Cal- if Calvert-Lewin goes I think that'll probably mean Richarlison stays personally but if they both go now that's that's a disaster personally I think, I think I mean again you'll know better than me, but I get the impression Richarlison wants to be like that number 9 like he's for Brazil and I can't imagine if they, if they both stay, you'll play two up front that often. Like Richarlison seems to get shunted out wide when that happens. So Yeah. Um, I'd rather use Richarlison, to be honest. Not going to Oh, yeah. He's a real... Yeah, have him as well. He's, he's, that, he's more reliable as such. Yeah, he is. And he's, he's not, like I alluded to then, he's not made a bit... Well, touch wood. He's not made of biscuits. Um, I he think... He's your club's ethos as well. He's just a... A wanker. <laughs> Um, I think we've got to be looking at shipping off some of the craft that we've still got. Like, I mean, fuck off. Thanks, Olsen's contracts off. Um, Delfs is off. I would see them two going. Uh, the man who can't be named is is off. Um, John Joe Kenny's is off. So hopefully, them four are gone. Then you've got to be looking. I, 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 I hate to say this, but we've got to sell Yeni Mina. He's made of quavers, for God's sake. He's just never fit. You can't yeah, but because him. of that, who's going to take no. him? <laughs> well, that, that, someone will, I think, yeah. personally. I think someone oh, will. Oh, he's, he's got more money, less effort written all over him. Like, the shift has to be on the phone tomorrow, and he'll be away. Yeah, I guess that. yeah he'd shoot them. <laughs> shoot like Galatasaray or someone like that, yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. More money, uh, less effort. Yeah, and... He's, he's obviously from the same country as James Rodriguez, so, you know. Um, the king with more money, less effort. <laughs> <laughs> the king. Oh, 
absolute quality, but yeah, an absolute lazy bastard. Um, but to, I think we'll try and offload Deli Ali as well, but it's another question. Who the hell's taking him? Yeah, no. How much did he buy him for? Free, it's, it's, we got him for free, but mm. if he pays 20 league games, we owe them 10 million. And then they've got like another 30 million somehow in add-ons that they're never going to get by the side. The, the, the most optimistic add-ons in history. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but if it's Daniel Levy, it's probably if he scores with his head on at 82 minutes or something. <laughs> he's a good negotiator. This yeah, Levy's going to get this money. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's got it he's, real bad. So that you I'm know sure. for well he's going to play 19 league games and never play again for us though, isn't he? Because <laughs> we're absolutely skinned. Um I don't, I, and just talk of Pickford going as well. Dude. <laughs> uh, where, where would he go? Personally, where would I think he'll go if he did go? Tottenham. Yeah. Be, no, you're right. I mean, a lot that's of a good comparison because, again, Larissa's shit as well. So it fits well, that's what well, I was, I was alluding to the fact that Pickford's yeah. better than Larissa. Well, Tottenham uh, buying Fraser Forster, by the way, which is oh, bizarre God, in itself. They, they are. Oh, um, wow. How how or why? I'll take all your questions. Fraser um, was brilliant when he was up here. Yeah, well that was, was fifteen. So was Scott Sinclair. <laughs> no, he was only good for one season. He was terrible oh, that God second God. season. But my point was going to be that a lot of the Champions League clubs like to have an English keeper because it helps with the quarter. Uh, oh right, yeah. yeah. Um, so like you know Scott Carson's been on City books for like twenty years. And Pep's like, oh, Scott Carson is just the world's greatest man. It's got nothing to do with how great a man he is. He's got an English passport. Like, let's not dress this up as anything other than what it is. Let's be fair, he has the greatest job in football. The, the first choice, oh. first choice goalkeeper is the it's greatest the old, spot in the Yeah, it is. The, the old paid fan. It's fantastic. Yeah, best season second in the world. Oh, it's brilliant. I love to say in his face when Pep was like, Scott, you're in. He's like, what? In what? It's got Carson's got his headphones in. Don't stop, really, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'll get the cones, I'll get the cones, don't worry. No, no. Our, our goalies have got cones. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just a tape them. Tie them up with the goal, do anything. Speaking of. in the middle of that net. Speaking of the Champions League, um, I'm all Everton's opponents, but obviously competing for that last spot. Um, so we'll we'll touch on them and obviously the Tottenham Norwich game, which I think any Arsenal fan who hoped to to um, qualify for the top four when Spurs were playing Norwich might have been more blind optimistic than than myself today. Um, but obviously both teams done their job. Arsenal obviously with with five against the aforementioned uh, Everton and uh, Tottenham also coming away with five and Son tying the the golden boot as well. What a season he had, eh? Oh, it's pure class, isn't he, that oh. lad? Like, I, in a way, I, in a way, I, can't, I find it odd that he's actually still at Tottenham because surely every club in the world would want him in that in in your squads. I mean, as well, like not just because he's a fantastic footballer, but he's also like Margaret and Gold for uh, yeah. <laughs> for anybody like who was the crack that that uh, the Asian market like. You get him, and you get like a hundred million share sales overnight. I imagine like it's it's just. Not too many from you know South Korea, Japan, who are this bigger star, or as good as him. So, yeah, I'm amazed. Like, even like Real Madrid haven't thrown money at him by now. Mm. It's uh, yeah, Real Madrid was a surprising one because that would be perfect for their market. Such a club as well with such a global fan base to have somebody like Son there. Um, 
I didn't realise he'd scored that many, to be honest, until I looked today. Yeah, it was just a couple of games ago. Um, obviously, with, with Salah being on such a like a dry patch, like, you just seen him keeping up and up and up. And it was like, ah, oh, he's going to do it. And then the minute I seen, obviously, he was starting and, and Salah was dropped today, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, and then as soon as Salah came on, I was like, somebody needs to tell him Son scored twice because then we might get like a... <laughs> like a rejuvenated yeah. one, but yeah, I mean, he got his goal to tie it. But Son's the one player that you know how players always get asked on the stupid YouTube stuff and like, what player from another club in the league would you take? And Son seems to be the one a lot of Liverpool players always mention as well. He's just so enjoyable as a winger. And, and to be fair, him and Kane's like link up play for years has been phenomenal. Yeah, it's been very good, hasn't it? To be fair, um, that other fella, Kulusevski. <laughs> Cooler shaker. Um, <laughs> um, he's good. I like him as yeah, well. Yeah, appointment. Player, so he sort, he sort of fitted in their mould sort of thing. But like like we've just said, they do need a new keeper. Maybe not Jordan, but they do need a new keeper. Yeah. Their weakest bit for years has always been the keeper. Larice is... The thing is with Larice, Larice is either a 2 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. He mm. never has an mm. okay game. He's just... He makes some absolute howling mistakes, but some say, I mean, it's easy to slag him off, yeah, but he is a World Cup winner, let's still remember. I know, that. yeah, that's it. Um, that's it. But I find it really odd that he's the captain. Like, I know he's like yeah. 35, but he doesn't strike me as being the most sort of vocal um, of leaders. Was he, was he Francis' captain when they were the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, or was Pogba actually? No, no, it was Lloris. No, it was Lloris, because remember they made the big deal of Pogba doing that. Like another team talk. Job Another job change. Another job change. I still take Pogba Liverpool. I, 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 there's something like that. Really? Ability wise, it's like let's not kid ourselves. Ability wise, he's phenomenal. It's just it, it's might be a, a just an arrogance that I've got, and Klopp could maybe get the best out of him. But it's, it, it's like Ballad. I, I had blind faith in Balotelli till the last till he left. But speaking yeah, of, have you seen his goals today? Yeah, yes. Phenomenal. Like. The ability, Mario Balotelli had the potential to be one of the greatest players we've ever seen. He just couldn't be arsed. But he's just an absolute lunatic. Yeah, he's funny though. Absolutely, as long as he's not playing for your team, trust me. Yeah, I used to fight them amazing until he signs for you and you're like, oh, what a dick. (laughs) (laughs) No Suarez, but it's alright, we had Balotelli and Ricky Lambert. (laughs) Still Um, never really went down though. No, true. Um, <laughs> Norwich, worst team in Premier League history. Oh, not far off, are they? Not in a single season, but overall, the worst team ever to contribute towards the Premier League is Norwich. I, I think so. I think they're getting worse. They have no purpose whatsoever. Um, I listened to the Villa podcast, uh, and I remember when Dean Smith was in charge of Villa. The, some I can't remember what manager. Some manager made a comment towards Dean Smith about how this manager kept getting out of the championship sort of thing. And they they they, they are bold claim that they they put in like even then the the uh, the the like voiceover bits at the start of their show mm. mentions how Dean Smith will never be in that situation ever again. Mm. Well, that's bit <laughs> them in the arse now because. Um, Let's see what Dean Smith made of them. Jack Neal stayed there. Sorry? Jack Neal stayed there. I, I think he has to. I think mm. he owes them it. He's the one who decided to come back early. Yeah. I think he'll want to, but 
I wouldn't at all be surprised if Norwich just went, you know what, let's just fuck this whole thing off and start again. Like, yeah, possibly. And go away, go and get your own dice. Well, no, I mean, that's the problem when there's a, like a manager like that out there for free. Oh, you know what I mean, unattached. And it's like, well. I think they'll stick with him because he has. I think so. Got, he's got, he has got a promotion on his CV. I think. Yeah, but your team was much better, though, wasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, fair point. Yeah, your team didn't have Ben Gibson. <laughs> yeah, he's not good, him, is he? <laughs> and to no. my mate, Tim Cruel. <laughs> I cru- the, the drop Cruel for three games and thought, well, this new fella's come in, he's doing alright, but let's get Cruel back in for the last game. Just give, give the ball away for the second goal. Like, ah, nice one, Tim. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't got any hands, has he? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, as well, like when a team gets relegated, they either go down and, like, they, you know, they, they they play for the bad until the last minute and all this kind of stuff. But Norwich, like, as soon as they looked insurmountable, they just gave up. Like, they've yeah. been absolutely hammered for the last month or so. Like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely atrocious. Um, and that's why I wouldn't be surprised if it were Dean Smith, because he's obviously not getting a tune out of most of those players. No, not, yeah. And if he's going to be there next season, they haven't like given a good account themselves to say, well, I want to be part of the squad. So, I don't know. I think I think he's done an even worse job than expected on, on a really, what was already like a pretty low bar, and he's gone under that bar somehow. <laughs> The, the appointment reminds me of Man United's one where I can't even remember the guy's name. The guy who temporarily charged Man United. Ranya. Ranya, that's it. He's, like, there's nothing. There's no change. <laughs> it's just, no, it's, Man United have got worse. 100%. Oh, yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like that same sort of... Like, Dean Smith went there where, like... There was almost optimism amongst even Villa fans when he went there. Um, it was just... I thought it was weird at the time. It's been proven pointless. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem with like a Dean Smith type manager who well I've played some decent stuff under Dean Smith. Like he's not that type of he's not a gritty manager. He's not a grind out results manager. And, no. And that's what Norwich needed. Norwich needed oh, yes, dare I say yes. <laughs> that, <laughs> you know like not I'm not saying like the Sam and all that, but like that type of manager who could just what we all thought um, Hodgson was going to do at Watford, you know, come in and kind of shore up the defence and just make them hard to beat. And unfortunately, Norwich were either they would win a game 2-1, 3-1 sort of thing, or they would get beat 6-0. Mm. You know, there was no... Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think Norwich have got the players similar to Watford's capable to sort of dig in and play that, that type of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Yeah, true. That's, that, that's fair as well, but... Surely, like none of our players are good. So it's not like they, <laughs> they need to worry. About, they're not good at football either. So what are they? Like surely they can just sit in a tight four, you know, with four protecting them and like like the Mighty Ducks, like clearing the garbage. <laughs> if, if you can't kick the ball, kick the player. It's it's not hard. Football is very basic. Um, we'll run through the other results because granted, again, we've we've not seen them, and I'll let you guys any talking points for them. So the other games that we missed were Brighton 3, West Ham 1, Chelsea 2, Watford 1, Crystal Palace 1, Man United 0, which is always a pleasure. Uh, unfortunately, the Brodge won a game, but Leicester 4, Southampton 1, and that is it. Uh, any talking points, gentlemen, from the, the last of those games? Anything that you've seen? Or... Ross Barkley scored a goal. 
Oh, so he did, yeah. That's a one for you and Simon, the, the reporter. That's the biggest story of the day, to be honest. Yeah. The reporter on Soccer Saturday, or whatever it was, Soccer Today, was um, he said, and there in the middle was Ross Barkley doing what he's done his entire career and heading in the winning goal. And I thought, none of that sentence is true. Like, <laughs> you are lying. <laughs> did, did he not watch him last season, then? <laughs> well, uh, he had his pearl pass for you, didn't he? Got his, got his, well, he didn't even get his move, did he? He just flattered to deceive. For he won't months. be there next year. I, I mean, I, I, it, it I, depends if they're allowed to sign anyone, though. Well, that's it. I mean, he's like an unpushable turd, isn't he? He just keeps turning up at these these places. <laughs> I am Ross. <laughs> um, I, I actually saw a little bit of the Palace United game. I mean, it's a joy, isn't it? <laughs> it's a joy to watch. United. I love the fact that it was Sahar that scored the goal as well. Yeah, <laughs> just stick the knife in more. Um, but I'm. I'm Looking at the team he played, who the hell is Mesbury? Is that Hannibal? The guy with the big hair who came on against Liverpool and Gary oh, Neville. Oh, Gary, Neville, what, said, Gary, yeah, Gary yeah. Neville said he was brilliant because he kicked a few people. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, he's he's not very good anyway. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to solve any of their problems. No, and um, we've, we've spoken about this before, haven't we? I know what he has. Um, this Ten Hag. He's got to work hasn't he? He's got... He, I, I, I named 10 players off the top of my head that they should get rid of and it's probably bigger um, I, I don't know where they go from here to be honest I think I think he might last a year and that'll be him I mean it's gonna be, it's like, they've got to say that he's not going to do it in a season he's not but if I guess they're not in the top 4 by the end of next season there'll be people calling for his head I think so I generally think so I think because the fans think they've got this God-given right, because, don't get me wrong, let's face it, they're one of the most successful clubs in England, Britain, whatever, um, and they are Man United at the end of the day, but it's, it's not washing anymore because they're rubbish. It's getting to the point now where they've been unsuccessful for as long as they were successful. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, they dominated the 90s and on and off in the 2000s. Obviously, you know, Chelsea came in the money, etc., etc., but... That was that's already like ten years ago. Yeah, two thousand thirteen, last one didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Nine years ago, basically um, what he was doing there, didn't he? He absolutely <laughs> did. Oh, use it all crap! I'm off. And he, he finished with a joke as well, and was like, and you know, Jones, Phil Jones and Johnny Evans should be able to sit half hundred for the next ten years. <laughs> Is Phil Jones still? He's still a Man United player, isn't he? Yeah, he's well, played for them quite a few times, hasn't he? Jesus Christ. Did you see that thing in Athletic today where, where um, there's a guy on Man United's bench who sits with his AirPods in the whole game? And it turns yeah, out he's been, been, read that. He's I read been that. communicating with like Rannick's assistant from the locomotive Moscow who Man United wouldn't pay the money for. So he just dials in his tactical advice to the guy oh. on the bench. It's the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. Like, for oh, God's sake. Jesus, what? It's alright, you've got Steve McLaren coming back next season, it'll be fine. I know, that's the best news of all, isn't it? Steve! <laughs> his hair island just sat there on the bench. He's, a, he's another weapon, isn't he? Oh, but again, though, like, a load of players say he's like the best trainer, like, you know, in terms of coaching they've ever had, but unfortunately, he's got about as much personality as a wet fart, so, like, it just doesn't work as a manager, but. I generally forgot he was at you. It's just clicked then. I know. Uh, <laughs> 
he was there. Dark days. <laughs> well, he was another one who, like, again, like, he came in and he was like, made a big deal of it, you know, on, on day one of training, we we got the balls out rather than running for years on end, which is what everyone else does in pre-season. And we were like, oh, yeah, this is great, because you're not Alan Pardew. Um, mm. And then we got relegated, so. <laughs> Sweet home <laughs> <rainbows. laughs> Um What I was going to ask you all about was um, Southampton got hammered again. Um, are they going to get relegated next year? Possibly. I mean, there's a decent chance. I think there's a very good chance. You know when you see teams are getting progressively worse year on year? Like mm. Burnley. You know, well, like, you, they've been calling for the Z though, haven't they? The fans, the fans don't like them though. I wouldn't be surprised if we got bin this summer. And if not, I reckon there'll be a cull of managers in like November next year because... There's a lot of teetering, uh, isn't there? Well, there's a month's break for the World Cup and I wonder how many... I wonder how many clubs will get to November and say, well, hang on, we've got the window opening in January. We can bin the manager now, have essentially like a three-week mini pre-season with those players who aren't in the World Cup, uh, and then, you know, have like a fresh start. Mm. Who would they think, go for, though? They're, they're a weird team. So oh, they've got like pick, a, they've got a, a decent club. bottle, haven't they? Pick a club in Germany. Not, <laughs> one, of the top, not, not one of the top six. Yeah. Like, who is Frankfurt's manager? They've won the Europa League. Let's get him. <laughs> no what? That's probably not a bad show, though. Well, that's probably what will happen though. They'll just pick, like, that club in Belgium. Like, Vincent Company. He's done all right at Anderlecht. He knows the Premier League. We'll bring him in. Like, that's the type of thing one of these clubs is going to do. You do realise he's just relegated Southampton, meaning there's no teams getting relegated next season because that's the three teams picked. That's Fulham, Bournemouth, and Southampton. Well, I'll change, I'll change but that. Not again. even in August. I'll say relegated to struggle. Um, I think I, I think that only saving grace is them three that are coming off are probably favourites to go back down. I think that's what might save them. Yeah, well, there's every chance. I mean, we said this about Brentford this year. I think Good point. there's always someone who, well, not Breaks always, but sometimes there's someone who can do more. Like if, if Forrest come up, I wouldn't be that surprised if they survived because they'll have a lot of momentum. Like their record since Steve Cooper took over is insane. Like, yeah, it's stupid, isn't it? I mean, they were they were twenty fourth or twenty third because Derby obviously had the points deduction. Um, mm. And in the space of seven months or something, went from twenty third to third. Like, it's not bad, is it? He's a good he's a good manager, him, to be honest. Yeah, he did a good job with Swansea for a couple of years. He did. Also. He did. Boys, he's unlucky to get the boot from them. I don't think no, he he took the no no he got the boot didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Russell Martin, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, no, I don't. And I've m- never made any bones about this. I hate that hassle hootle anyway. Um, I think he's, oh, he's, I think a he's an a- absolute idiot. It's a path well trodden on this podcast about how much it is, we, uh, it is. we uh, don't... I don't say I dislike him. I just think he's a, I think he's a, a lunatic. He's weird, isn't he? He is weird, like... I don't understand why how you can get beaten nine 0 twice. <laughs> to be fair, they they avoided that this season, so that's some sort of progress. Uh, it's a win. Ah, true, it's, true. it's a win, isn't it? I mean, they look they look ruby for them when they were six 0 down to Chelsea after like fifty minutes. But, <laughs> but they really stuck in for that last half hour. So. Yeah, well, then, boys, you won the thirty minutes. <laughs> no, um, like you said, if they do been and which is looking likely now, they need to get. Back to basics and like 
you just said there, Dave, I don't think they will. They'll just go Southampton, full Southampton again and go Frankfurt, Genk's manager or something. Yeah, it'll be some lunatic like that. It will. Do, you, do we think they'll keep Ward Prowse this summer? I do, I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's exactly. And I mean, as I keep him, all right, you know, he's obviously a very good player, but he's not the type of player who's going to do it by himself. Like, mm. sure, the entire need of a centre forward, like, she Adams is okay. Um, Adam Armstrong hasn't really cut it at the, at the Premier League level. Roger was good for like three months and then for some reason wasn't anymore. Um, <laughs> and Shane Long, Shane Long. Shane Long. Shane Long must be due sort of co- some sort of release or like they can't be renewing his contract again, surely. <laughs> yeah, you would have thought so. He seems to have been there for a while. He needs to just, you know. Go away now, Tony. What do you think? But here we are. Um, so yeah, I'm not particularly high on them. Um, I wouldn't be at all surprised if two or three of their better players got offers to leave. I think they've had a change of ownership again, or yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. You never really know what you're going to get there. So yeah, you can always say like teams who finish a season badly. Sometimes it takes a bit of time to get over that and get going again in the, in the new season. I wouldn't be surprised if they're one of them. Shane Long's contract is actually up. I've just checked. So it's up this season, so he'll be a goner, won't he? He could well, be a re- replacement for Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> <laughs> when did Ali get a Birmingham accent? <laughs> um, shut up. <laughs> no, uh, no. Go away. I reckon we'll go for that Brozier. Doesn't mean we'll get him, like, but I think we will. Personally. See, uh, Lampard gave him his debut, didn't he? Oh, did he? He did. Oh, well. I mean, but, but we'll get a link with every Chelsea player under the sun now. Won't he, <laughs> he, he looked like a real handful, I say, for like a period of time and then seemed to fall off a cliff. And every week in the first conference, Hassan was like, well, he's a good player and then benched him. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't really understand it, but. I guess it's he's on loan. It's on the rate of that he's an absolute lunatic. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, it, I, I do like that, Brozier. Yeah, and like you said, he, for the first three months of the season, he was good. But maybe it's just Southampton, me and Southampton, I suppose. There you go. Um, Gentlemen, I'm just looking at our start of the season predictions. Oh, Craig. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Shall we see how many places we got right out of the, out of the 20? Uh, <sighs> right, so Man City won the league. None of us. Man City. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> in second place, none, nobody had Liverpool, um, which is interesting considering nobody had City to win the league either. Um, so you, you both had Chelsea then City. I had Liverpool then Chelsea. Um, I had City and third. You both had Man United. Um, so right. top three, we have zero points. Gentlemen, give me a to give up football chat. Uh, in fourth place, I had United and Dave and Simon both had Liverpool. Um, so, you know, wow. Four. In fifth place, I had Spurs. Dave and Simon had Leicester. Um, so Jesus Christ, boys, I'm getting off. Zero for five. Um, I had Leicester in six. Uh, Dave and Simon had Spurs in seven. In six, sorry, so at zero there. Um, in seventh, we finally have our first point, Dave. Oh. Dave had West Ham, and myself and Simon had Villa. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> in 
in eighth place, which might be the worst prediction of them all when you look at that. I had Everton in eighth. Um, wow. Yeah. I like you now. Dave, Dave, had Ever, Dave had Arsenal, sorry, and Simon had West Ham, so still zero points. Um, in ninth, it was Brighton. Uh, I had Arsenal. Dave had Everton, and Simon had Arsenal. Zero there. And 10th, where I actually had Brighton, so I wasn't far off, was Wolves. And in 10th, Dave had Villa, and Simon had Everton. And 11th, I had Leeds United. Um, so my, my, you can tell where my relegation battles have gone. Um, and 11th, Dave had Newcastle. Hey. <laughs> that, that was the, the guess of the season, considering it was December. Uh, and Simon had Wolves. And 12th, which was Crystal Palace. Uh, I had Wills, Simon and Dave had Leeds. We are awful guys. So far, they're right. <laughs> 36 picks. Um, and 13th, uh, I had Brentford. Woohoo! Uh, Dave had Wills and Simon had Newcastle. 14th, I had West Ham. Oh my god, I had West Ham in 14th. Uh, Dave had Watford in 14th. Simon had Palace. Uh, Myself and Dave had Palace in 15th, uh, which was terrible, and Simon had Brighton. In uh, 16th, uh, I had Watford, who clearly went down. Dave had Brighton, and Simon had Burnley. 17th, I had Newcastle. Uh, Dave had Brentford, and so did Simon. And then the bottom three, which at least we all get one point in there, uh, I had Southampton to go down. And 18, Dave gets another point. He had Burnley, and Simon also had Southampton. Um, I had Burnley in 19th, so at least I had them going down. I got one right. <laughs> Dave had Southampton, and Simon with his first point. <laughs> and then we get maximum points in 20th place. <laughs> Fully good, Norwich. So out of 20, Simon, two. Jesus. 20, Ali, two. And Dave, the winner, with an absolutely staggeringly pathetic four. Double your score, though, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely yeah. atrocious. I can't pay me anything. Well, can remember when we did those two. Winner or any of the top four. Can remember we, we did them after the first weekend, and uh, I think we all watched Watford pick Villa apart, and we're like, oh, they're, they're going to be a fun team this season. And we obviously watched Man United thrash Leeds, and we're like, ah, oh, they're title contenders. <laughs> <laughs> did, did Everton win a game at the start of the season? Is this well, either, by, yeah, because Benito started like a train, didn't he? So they beat Southampton on the first. first four games. They beat Southampton on the first day, and we were like, Rafa's going to bring the good times back to Goodison Park. <laughs> <laughs> I never mentioned that fella's name in my presence ever again. <laughs> yeah, you just still kept us up with more points than you finished on, but. Behave yourself. He got over Mark half Lampard's your points. Once again, doing a grand job of taking a team from 17th to 17th. 16th to 16th. Oh, yeah, he dropped a place, didn't he? Get it right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pathetic, guys. We need to do better next season. <laughs> um, if we score under eight next season, all three of us are fired from the podcast. Is that huh. Uh, I think there's a reason we do the review show rather than the preview show. <laughs> it's easier to analyse than, than predict. <laughs> Our predictions weren't very great when we did those segments either. Maybe it's just that, that type of podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, season, season on a whole, lads. Um, we, we, obviously, we discussed the, the player of the year. So 
Simon, who was your player of the year? Who would you have given it to? Um, I think I'd have gone for Son to get that many goals and a team that okay, eventually finished fourth, but had a lot of bad spells in the season and I'm the most creative, so yeah, I'll go for Son. Yeah, you did. Um I'd probably give it a fun take, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl? Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, fuck. Um, well, I wasn't going to pick Son because I eat him. And not Van Dijk because I eat him. De <laughs> Bruyne so, wins it by default. This isn't a personal opinion. It's no, who sorry. the better no, player. De Bruyne. De Bruyne for me. Um, I, it's, it's a tough one. I can't remember Son again at the start of the season. I think it was because sports were so bad. I think I, I didn't think about it originally, but I think Dave's point of Van Dyke was probably the most consistent player throughout the season. Basically, played almost every minute, considering the injury he had obviously last season. So yeah, yeah, Van Dyke's got there. Uh, young player of the year, Carl. I would have said Conor Gallagher up until a couple of months ago. Um, yeah, I'll stick with that, Conor Gallagher. Uh, Dave. Uh, I don't think you can argue with Phil Foden, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Foden, to be fair, is a good shout, but I don't like giving young player of the years to people who've played like for, the, for two or three years. It seems a bit unfair, so I'll go for, I'll go for Conor Gallagher because it's only his second season in the Premier League. Well, I agree with your point, um, but unfortunately that's not the rules we're in, and Trent, <laughs> Trent was by far the, the, the best young player of the year. Um uh, from pullback, just right now, uh, the boys start. But again, Trent should never be allowed to win Young Player of the Year. It should almost be a breakthrough Player of the Year rather than Young Player of the yeah, Year. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's it's like remember the year that Young Player of the Year and Player of the Year was won by the same player. That, that's ridiculous. It it's Gareth Bale, wasn't it? Was it Bale? Yeah, just yeah. just a disgrace. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that year Sturridge was eligible for like, Player of the Year, and he played like eight seasons in the Premier League. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, there's no real arguing with the table come the end of a 38-game season. I think everything's justified, uh, unfortunately. Um, but it's been a fun season, Japs. That's not for me, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun for us, haven't you, if that makes you feel better? It does. Warms me half. Good. No, it's been it's been great to have uh, you know a normal season after you know, yeah. the last couple of years, obviously, mm. but we've always taken it for granted, haven't we? But the difference between having fans back has made a big difference to me anyway, so I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Sorry, any any lasting words? Yeah, I mean, sort of just alluding to what Dave was saying there, having the fans back and being able to go back to watch the games. I mean, admittedly, the last time I was actually at a game with Villa 1 was the 5th of December, so it could have gone slightly better. But um, Yeah, but you've nah. been at every game since then. Let's not, let's not like make out that you've been missing games, Simon. Your team's just stuck. <laughs> No, I missed the two wins this calendar year. <laughs> you haven't been at the Villa game, but you've been at you know the Fury fight, and you've been at the coronation of the Queen's Jubilee, and you've been at, you know. It's going to be our birthday next Friday. Uh, you've not, you've not <laughs> missing. You've not missed an event, really. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, like, to be fair, this, it has been a really exciting season to, to get down to the last day and still have relegation, the title, four spots, all to play for. I, I think it's been a really good season to watch. Well, that's that's all you get. I mean, unless you're involved in it, that's all you can. Yeah. You know, you want a, you want a title race, you want a relegation race, you want the top four. Even obviously, Man United just missing out in the Europa League as well, like coming to go into the conference. 
ultimately in the end, didn't they? Is that right? It would have been, well, if, if West Ham would have won. West Ham have to win, right. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But at least, you know, there was so many places. I mean, it would have even had Everton lost on Thursday. I'll get it right this time, Carl. <laughs> Not that you wanted it, but that would have been like a free horse, you know, you're keeping an eye on for relegation. Those are the the moments you want. There's, uh, the, the one thing I'll say about, the last thing I'll say about the Liverpool part, but just thank God Liverpool are even in the league because City would have just walked the league for about eight seasons in a row now. <laughs> just ridiculous how, how good they are. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to get better as well, to be honest. Well, they should. They spend enough. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. It'll be interesting to see what teams do. Um, as you say, Carl, your financial situation's up in the air. Um, it'll be interesting to see how adventurous Villa are, Simon. We always say what your owners are like. Uh, Dave, obviously, is probably the most watched team in the league for how they spend money. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see, obviously, with Klopp signing a new deal, what backing, especially after the season he's now had. Um, unfortunately, he seems to be like the downfall of his own success. Oh, you do well without money, so bugger you. Um, so it'll be, yeah, it will be interesting. Um but gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure having you this season because without you three, really, including you, Carl, because you've been on a good good handful of times now, uh, this podcast isn't going ahead. So thank you as always for joining me, chaps. Uh, thank you. Thank, uh, you. thank you, Ali, for uh, hosting, obviously editing and you know, keeping us in line every week. <laughs> we will, um, I think we'll get something sorted for over the summer. We can't go till August without, without doing something. Maybe, I don't know. Think of something fun when you come on doing it won't, for anybody listening, it won't be uh, a regular thing. It'll just be surprises in your ear until pre-season. <laughs> Are we predicting the Champions League final, boys? No, because I don't want to hear any negativity. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say Liverpool are winning for Sodja. Well, I didn't want to hear that either, because you're saying oh, right. that gave me bad juju. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, you can you can bugger off. I don't know. I don't trust you. Um Simon said enough negativity in the last week, and even Dave joined in today in the WhatsApp group on the inevitability of it happening. So, yeah, we'll not talk about the Champions League. Um, we can come back and we can come back and review it if you like <laughs> once once it's over and we determine what my mood's going to be like. That's probably a good uh, point after listening to your predictions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I don't I don't want to put them out in the air. Yeah. Um, Sorry, noisy dog there in the end. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll bring us to the end, chaps. Um, Carl, again, do you want to let everybody know where we can find you and anything you are working on? Yeah, we're still on at Dictionary Dean, um, working through A to Z of Everton. I had a bit of a slight change of heart after our third league win on uh, Thursday. Um, but I'm up to letter G, which is probably going to be the legend that got Babin. Uh, and Simon, for yourself. Uh, yes, on Twitter, it's at Sire Regan. And for any Villa fans, the Holtcast podcast and the website 7500toholst.com. What are you doing now the season's over? Have you used take a break? Uh, yeah, I think next week we're going to do like an end of season review. So we'll have that coming up. And then any, if any big transfers come in, we'll, have, we'll put little bits and pieces out over the summer. And the busiest man on the internet, Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What, what have you got going on at the moment? Uh, so we've obviously got the, the blogs are still running as normal on cm 9798couk uh, and my YouTube series will continue, which is um, Pro Evolution Soccer on the PS2. Um, 
just over halfway through the season now. We've hit form with the Master League team. Yeah, you're the Liverpool of the second half of the season. Is that no, what I mean, I've been in a free kick with Shilavell last week and actively nearly knocked over my, many things in the kitchen. So, <laughs> for, for more. Watch that. that was a proud moment watching you sign Shilavell. That was... <laughs> Is my um, first like full episode that I've properly watched. There's a guy on Twitter who, who clipped it up and just took the, the Shilver free kick and put on like self American commentary with it over the top, and it's fantastic. So. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> I hope we'll, we'll get that tweeted out along with this podcast then, because that's um, yeah, that, that was the highlight of my week watching. I just want to play Pez now. Like I bought FIFA this week and I've been so depressed playing it. It's so bad. <laughs> um, the Master League again. I will stand by it as the greatest format of a football game ever created. Just, it is. No, you're right. The computer game people, they just try to over, overproduce everything now. Just give me a nice, simple concept. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back over the summer with uh, old men yell at things I used to enjoy. That's the show. That is the show. <laughs> this modern, modern life is too, it's too much fun for me. Um, <laughs> But we are Man in the Post. You can catch us on all your social media platforms at Man in the Post, uh, where Chris, I assume it's just Chris updates all. I don't think anybody else is, is on it as much, but um, we'll all be updated. I assume Chris and the gang will continue with extra time because they talk about every league, so football doesn't stop. Um, as I say, we will be back randomly, sporadically. If talking points come up. Uh, a random quiz. Might bring back Davey Simon occasionally. Um, maybe oh, even get Carl. We'll test Carl's knowledge in some of these as well. Um, okay. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll we'll take a little break first. Um, it's peak season. I am playing golf. So I am the Gareth Bale of this podcast. Um, I am going to step aside for a little bit. Um, but as, as always, thank you at home for listening. Thank you, gentlemen, again for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And always remember... Keep your man in the post.